0: Are you in the market for a mid-sized truck with a big payload, great gas mileage, and a towing capacity of 7,500 pounds? The new Ford Ranger is out, and it is already winning awards. If you're thinking of the white service truck of old, think again. Ford has redesigned, re-engineered, and refreshed a classic. Chad Collender from Ford is in the house today, and he's giving us the scoop on the new Ford Ranger. Stay tuned. Hello, my name is Janine Pettit and I'm a girl camper. I go places and do things with other adventurous and curious women. We camp like girls in tents, vans, travel trailers, motorhomes, and even cars. We travel solo and in groups to girl camping gatherings large and small, to bucket list destinations with friends, or on our own to wherever the wind blows us. On this show, we'll talk about the qualities of a girl camper and how you can be a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while we share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Today's episode is brought to you by our consortium of girl camper friendly RV dealerships. General RV with 12 locations in the U.S. Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia and Bankston Motorhomes with three locations in Alabama and two in Tennessee. Also providing sponsorship are our friends at Campco Manufacturing, makers of over 4,000 products for your RV, boat and tailgating needs. And of course, Liberty Outdoors, manufacturers of the award-winning Max and Mini Max travel trailers. Thank you, Girl Camper sponsors, for allowing me to bring great RV content to outdoor enthusiasts everywhere. Welcome, I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping ambassador, blogger, adventurist, and podcaster, And this is episode 159 of Girl Camper, the podcast. Before we head into our news roundup, I have a message from our friends at General RV. They are the nation's largest family-owned RV dealership with 13 full-service locations, a massive inventory of over 5,000 RVs, and over 500 fully-equipped service bays. When they told me 500, I had to look it up. I thought it was a mistake. It's hard to imagine that all of this grew from a service station in Detroit, but that's how this still family-owned business began way back in 1953. They have sustained their growth with a commitment to provide world-class service to their customers. They have done that by reinvesting in their facilities, employees, and processes always, always raising the bar on themselves. They offer service where you travel, hundreds of brands and manufacturers, top quality customer service, and unbeatable prices. To take a look at what they have at any of their 13 locations, head over to generalrv.com or head over to girlcamper.com and follow the link. Thanks, General RV. I have something so fun to talk about today in our news roundup. I am heading west, young lady. I am doing something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. I am gonna be flying to where the weather is wonderful. And as I say this, I'm in the midst of a nor'easter here in New Jersey. (laughs) I'm flying to wonderful weather and I am renting a small classy motorhome through El Monte RV. And I'm heading um, over to do a tour of San Diego, Joshua Tree National Park, and maybe possibly Hoover Dam. Before I cut over and do a drive by past the Grand Canyon on my way up to Salt Lake City for the annual um, gathering of the Recreation Vehicle Industry Association, that's happening in March in Salt Lake City. I really cannot wait to tell you all about this because I often encourage people to rent the size motorhome they are considering buying before they make a decision. But there's all kinds of other reasons you can rent a motorhome, even if, like me, you already own um, an RV. Since I returned to camping in 2007, I have been towing a travel trailer, and everyone who listens to this show knows how much I love my F-150 and my Max. It's my rig. But I have always wanted to experience camping in a motorhome, and now I'm going to be able to do this. And it's such a great idea for anyone who even already has a travel trailer, but it's in a different part of the country from where you want to be. So I'm attending my niece's wedding in Palm Springs, and then a week later I have this event in Salt Lake City. So rather than fly home and return six days later, I decided to rent this motorhome and explore an area that is just too far for me to drive to in such a short period of time. And frankly, even if I had two weeks, I don't want to spend uh, six days each way in the car and have six days to explore. I want to spend my time exploring that area. So this whole idea of renting the RV at my destination was so appealing to me. So let me tell you what I did. I chose the smallest Class C that was available in the LA area. I'm going to go straight from the airport to get it and then I'm going to stay overnight in my sister's driveway and I'm just going to use that time to really load up the fridge and make up the beds before we head out the next day. So I'm going to be doing all of my nesting and just drive right over to the grocery store and get some things that I need. My daughter and husband and I are going to caravan to Palm Springs the following day with my sister and her family and we're going to be stopping along the way. It's only about a two and a half hour drive, so I really just want to take my time. There must be stuff to see along the way. I can't tell you how many times I've been to Los Angeles in my life. Probably a dozen. But I've never been east of there. I've never gone um, to the desert. I've gone north of L.A., and but never south and never east so this is going to be fun now apparently because of all the rain that has taken place in the desert this year there's supposed to be a real abundance of wildflowers there the desert flowers so I hope some are in bloom by the time we get there it's pretty chilly there still it was snowing there three days ago so I'm really looking forward to seeing if we can catch some of those desert blooms When I get to Palm Springs, I actually rented an Airbnb because all the kids are flying in for their cousin's wedding. But then when everybody heads home, my husband and I are jumping in that RV the motorhome on Sunday afternoon and we're heading south to San Diego which is about a little over a two hour drive too. I've never been in that southern part of California either. So we're going to stay there for a couple of days and then we're going to head back up to the Palm Springs area where we're going to spend a couple days visiting Joshua Tree National Park. So we have about eight days to wander around. I did make reservations for San Diego and Joshua Tree Um, after that, I'm just going to see. My husband has expressed an interest in going to Hoover Dam, but it's actually pretty far. It's about a four hour ride from Joshua Tree. And I don't know, we're just going to see. He's already seen it. I've never seen it. I don't like being so scheduled that I don't have time to just take in things I see along the way, things I didn't see when I was trip planning, things that weren't on the map. Um, I, I don't want to... Uh, lose that opportunity to do that. So in order to put my husband's mind at ease, he he does not like to travel without an itinerary, without reservations for everywhere, and you know that I'm always talking him into coming anyway. So in order to put his mind at ease, I called a bunch of campgrounds in that area, and availability did not seem to be a problem anywhere. So the thing about a Class C is I could park it anywhere, and because my husband's with me, I could park it in a walmart parking lot and sleep there so i'm not worried about getting stuck somewhere el monte rv was really great and easy um, to book with what was really great about this is their pickup area in la had the availability for one way. So I'm going to be able to take this from LA and leave it in Salt Lake City without any kind of penalty. It's a one-way stop. If you are following along on Instagram, I'm at girlcamper528. You might be seeing some of these pictures and stories in real time there. You can always check in on the Girl Camper Facebook page because I'm going to be posting along the way. Hopefully I'm going to have some desert flowers to share with you. So that's my travel plans for the next two weeks. So I'll be back in a minute and I'm going to have Chad Collinger with all the news about the new Ford Ranger. Stay tuned. <music> I have the coolest little product from our friends at Camco to share with you today. I wish I had this last year, but I have it now. It's the Camco Low Profile RV Awning Mat Anchors with Hold Down Nails. I don't know how somebody didn't come up with this before. You know when you put your cute little mat out under your awning and then the wind just keeps picking it up and blowing it and then you start running around the campground looking for big rocks to hold it down? Well, Camco makes these great little plastic squares. I don't know, they're maybe like 4x4 or 5x5 inches and they have a hole in the center and a big long nail. So you thread that nail through the hole and then, without piercing your awning, you get that nail through a corner somewhere or sometimes an awning has grommets. They don't always have grommets, but if you get that nail in the grommet, You tack that thing down, it doesn't trip you, it's low profile, and it holds your little mat down and keeps it from blowing all over. So this Genius product costs $7.06, you get four of them. I had to get eight of them because I want mine smacked down everywhere, so I'm going to put the link in the show notes for this. I think this is a great little Easter basket item, so put this in your favorite girl camper's Easter basket or send it to her as a little RV warming gift. I'm going to be back in a minute, and we're going to have our interview with Chad Collender from Ford on the new Ford Ranger. Be right back. Welcome back everyone. Today we have Ford on board. Chad Callender is here to talk about the all-new 2019 Ford Ranger. You may think of the Ford Ranger as that little truck that the cable man used to drive, but I am here to tell you that Ford has brought back this truck and it's definitely not your cable guy's route truck anymore. This four-cylinder, 2.3-liter gas engine truck has already won best-in-class for payload, gas engine torque, and most importantly for us Girl Campers, towing. And the big award season hasn't even started yet. It's a great option for those trailer owners that want a small truck with big towing capacity. So welcome to the Girl Camper Podcast, Chad.
1: Thanks, Janine. Thanks for having
0: me on. Oh, well, I am so excited to have you on because I think this truck is really filling a gap for my audience especially. Um, I think most people think of the Ford Ranger as that very utilitarian, kind of lightweight, good truck for hauling brush from your backyard or like fleet trucks for companies. My husband owns a pest control company and for years all their pest routes were in a little (laughs) Ford Ranger but I know that that truck had a reputation for being very kind of utilitarian, but I just saw it at the outdoor retailer show in Denver and I was kind of blown away. <laughs> so tell us about the history of the Ranger.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you hit on a great point. It is definitely not uh, the Ranger of old in the sense of the, first of all, the size of the Ranger. Um, this is truly a mid-size pickup truck, so it's, it's larger than the, Ranger that we used to have uh, in the marketplace, which was more of a compact truck. Uh, it is still compact in the sense that it's got a nimble footprint. You can park it in your garage. It's maneuverable. Uh, it's easier to get around on trails, whether it's on or off-road. Uh, but you had talked about the history of the Ranger. I mean, we started selling the Rangers back uh, in the early 80s. 83 was our first model year, uh, and it had a great 30-year run. Uh it's got a lot of heritage, a lot of brand uh um, recognition in the name. Uh but it was uh, especially towards the end of, of, of that thirty year run, uh it was primarily being used uh fleet companies for, you know, pest control and rangers and auto park deliveries and cable guys as you had mentioned. Uh it's come a long way with this one though. This is a a, a beefier, much more capable truck that we're launching here as a twenty nineteen.
0: Well, you know what, the awards for the whole auto industry haven't even started yet, but you guys have already taken best in class for payload. So for some of our women who are new to the whole language of what a payload is, can you tell us what that is? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, payload is basically, if you think about it in simple terms, it's how much can I carry in my in my truck. So, so really what it is is how much load, how much weight can I put in the bed of my truck if I'm hauling something um you know, to a destination. Uh, So so the more you can put in there, the more gear you can throw in the back, the more tents, the more cooking supplies, the more, uh, you name it, sporting gear, uh, quads, whatever you want to put in the bed of the truck. The higher that number, the better. And we're significantly better than anyone else in the segment. So what's your number? Yeah, it's 1,860 pounds of payload um, on our max configuration. So that's a lot of payload. Um, That's... About 300 more pounds than the next competitor has.
0: All right, so that's a lot of Dutch oven cooking. So if you're into cast iron cooking at the campground, load it up.
1: You got it. You can (laughs) put all your gear in there.
0: Okay, you guys also got a best in class for gas engine torque. And I know this torque thing is difficult for some um, people. Like, what's the difference between torque and horsepower it's always been my understanding that torque is really has to do with how quickly your car can accelerate, which I think is important when you're trying to weave in and out of traffic. And that um, horsepower has more to do with the top speed that your car could go. Am, am I correct there?
1: Yeah, you are. In fact, the this 2.3 liter EcoBoost that we've got in the vehicle and the 10-speed transmission, both which are class exclusive, right? No one else has got a turbocharged engine or a 10-speed transmission. They're two, they're, they are the same, that's the same engine we have in our Mustang and really? the same engine we have in yeah. our Explorer. But when I say the same, they're both two, three boost, but this one has been specifically configured for truck duty. And what I mean by that is it's going to deliver more torque, uh it, which which is basically that low end power. It's that that you're sitting at a light and you press the gas. Mm -hmm. That initial reaction you have is that low-end torque, and it's really appropriate in 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 a truck to have more low-end torque because you want it when you're towing something and you hit the acceleration. You want an instant responsive. You want you want to be able to pull that power at the low end of the vehicle. So torque is really about how much turn can you get out of the out of the vehicle right off off the gate at at those very low like stop to 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 slow to, to motion or at low speeds. Um, and and you want that especially, um, you know, in a truck to deliver that that towing. It's also great in off-road applications. Uh, if you're at a boat ramp, all those kinds of things, you really want that low-end torque to be there in your in your truck.
0: Okay, so that's... And we
1: do a- we do have the highest of any of any gas-powered uh, engine in, uh, in the segment.
0: I, I think. That's 300- that's- I think that's going to make a lot of people feel better because in the mail I get from women who are learning, we're learning all these things, and I had a woman write to me and say, she keeps, she's afraid to merge, you know, so she comes on a, on ramp and You can't always get right on. Sometimes you've got to slow down. So when when you're towing something and you've got to get up to speed there and you've got to merge into traffic that's already traveling at 65 miles an hour, that's a a good thing to have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you want it that quick responsiveness when you need it, and when you're towing something, or you know, you've got a, a, a truck that's maybe loaded up with lots of gear and there's a lot of weight on it. Uh, you're really going to appreciate having that extra torque.
0: Right. All right. Well, thanks for that explanation, Chad. I want to talk about the towing capacity for a minute. I was really blown away when I saw that this, you know, midsize truck has a 7,500 pound towing capacity. That's phenomenal.
1: Yeah, yeah, 7,500 also, again, best in class for gas engine in the segment. So, you know, it is, you know, in general, the midsize pickup segment has continued to grow its towing capabilities, but. That our launch will be at the top of the game again with seventy five hundred pounds, which is a lot, a lot of uh, trailer that you can include on your on your truck. Well, uh, there's a it, couple other really cool technologies on that that we offer on our towing. I'm not sure if you're. Oh no, you're tell me familiar, about it. I,
0: can... I, I want to hear everything to do with towing on this.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, we'll have a rear camera that'll be standard on the vehicle. In that rear camera. There's a dotted line, and we call it dynamic hitch assist, and there's a little dotted line that helps you line up your, um, your tow hitch with, with the trailer that you're, that you're going to connect it to. So as you're backing up, yeah, yeah. And as you're backing up, it, it it basically dynamically adjusts and moves as you're turning the wheel, so that you have a better chance of lining it up. Because the last thing in the world you want to do is you back your truck up and you're oh I'm, I guess I'm an inch to the left or oh I'm an inch to the right yes. or you know. It, it, so that's just the first and foremost. Just getting it set up is easier. Our our um, our hitch will be a class four hitch, uh, as you mentioned, it'll be tow up to seventy five hundred pounds. It'll come with both a four and seven pin connector, which will allow you to hook up to your trailer all your lights as well as um, you know, your brake controller, uh, control or brake signals uh and turn signals. So that's that's a really nice, you know, having all the wiring and everything set up in our tow package. Yeah, that's so cool. um we will have a, an accessory-based uh, trailer brake controller, uh, which if your if your trailer does not have a trailer brake controller on it, a trailer brake controller enables you um, to as you're braking, um, you're allowed to adjust and, and have the trailer brake accordingly based upon your responsiveness to braking, and you can adjust the lead or sensitivity to that braking. Um, we have a feature on our on our trucks, all of our trucks, including Ranger, called trailer sway control. Oh yes. Uh, trailer, sw- trailer sway control. Basically, if you're if you're if your if you vehicle- notice that your trailer is starting to sway left and right, um, basically what trailer sway control does is it is it it circumvents and, and it, it it prevents that from occurring and it, try- it it basically controls that that sway that might be occurring uh, as you're towing a, a larger trailer down the road. So somehow um, the vehicle
0: could- picks that up and makes a correction. What's that?
1: Yes, exactly. It corrects for it as it's happening.
0: Yeah, and, and I think uh, that's and, scary, so that's a great thing to have.
1: Yeah, especially if you're maybe not as confident or you're just getting into it. Those kinds of safety features really, you know, give you the confidence and security. Uh And then speaking of that, another really great one is we have um in our vehicles, and we're the only one in the segment with this. It's called uh, Blind Spot Indication System with Trailer uh, tow coverage. And what I mean by that is, if somebody's driving in your blind spot, a little light will pop up in, on your side mirrors, which will indicate someone's in your blind spot. And we sell that across the lineup in Ford on all of our cars and trucks and SUVs. It's, it's a pretty yeah. standard uh, te- uh, uh, driver assist capability feature. But specifically on our trucks and on Ranger, and by the way, on no one else in the segment, we offer something called trailer coverage, which means not only if there's something in your blind spot, but you can configure this in such a way that if there's something in your trailer's blind spot, it'll also set up a detection. Cause what's the point of just covering your truck and not your trailer for a right. blind spot alert? Um, so you can set up to three different trailer length and width configurations. Um, and so if you had multiple things that you frequently tow, uh, you could, kind of pre-save them, if you will, and it would detect uh, trailers, uh, or, you know, detect things in your trailer's blind spot, and your trailer can go up to like, at least 33 feet long, which is a pretty good-sized trailer, um, and, and it's just a really great, ingenious way to take an existing technology and really expand the utility and, you know, everyday usage of it to, to what people are really using it for, and in this case, for, for towing.
0: I I really love that that because everybody tows something different and and in our house we have multiple things that need to be towed. So it's not just, you know, one trailer. Uh yeah. Ch- Chad, would you tell me please about the trailer uh the tow haul mode. Does tow do you have tow haul mode on this um vehicle?
1: Uh we don't on Ranger. Okay. So it's just so, the it's just the standard drive modes.
0: But is it necessary on this one because you have the ten speed transmission
1: yeah it's it's it, it, it's less um, less of a requirement um you know because you do have those extra gears in the transmission
0: okay so I, I I like that that it automatically seeks the right gear to be in, and you don't have to be worrying about that.
1: Yeah, exactly. It, it, it'll it, so with ten gears, uh, it, it it enables for a much smoother transition through the gears, and then settling in the right spot to be able to handle handle towing duty. Okay. And by the way, and or just highway duty or any other duty, right? Having those ten gears and ena- not enables a lot of. Um, efficiency uh, It's one of the reasons we have You know the most fuel efficient uh, Midsize pickup in the segment uh, For gas engine So being able to have all those gears To be able to have We have basically three overdrive gears Which are 8, 9, and 10 at the top of the spectrum That allow you allow the RPMs To drop really low to maintain high speeds uh, Or as you're cycling up Or carrying load To be able to find the right spot The right gear ratio to be in um the the, the right gear to be in to be able to carry that, oh, that Lord. Lord.
0: so let's let's talk about that fuel economy for a minute so you've got the yeah. eco boost engine again um in, if this is the 2.3 liter can you walk us through this engine it's gas only, right? You don't. It's not an yeah. option of a diesel. It's gas EcoBoost.
1: That's correct. A ga- gas engine. Uh, it'll deliver. Uh, it is, as I mentioned earlier, it's the same. Um, it's the same engine we have in our Mustang and our Explorer, except tuned for truck duty. Uh, it'll deliver 270 uh, horsepower. It'll deliver 310 pound-feet of torque. Um, as I mentioned, it'll deliver the best in class. Payload that we talked about, the, the, how much it can carry at 1860 pounds and that towing number, which is also best in class gas of 7,500 pounds. Uh, from a fuel economy perspective, um, we have two different drives, right? We have a four by two and a four by four. So the four by two will have unsurpassed 26 miles per gallon highway, 23 miles per gallon combined, which is, uh, unsurpassed in the segment. Uh, and then, if you go to the the, the four by four, uh, you'll you'll be able to get 24 uh, on the highway and 22 combined. So you you only degrade a little bit going to the four by four on on the fuel economy. Again, um, just really impressive numbers because the thing about the Ranger is it's delivering not only all those best in class capability numbers that I mentioned, you know, the torque and the payload, the towing, but it's also delivering it. A fuel economy perspective. So you're really getting an and solution, right? You're getting the best of both worlds: fuel economy and capability slash power.
0: Yeah, I, that's what I w- when I was reading all this stuff, and I've been waiting for this truck to come out turning myself into a little gearhead here, waiting for, I'm always interested in the next level of towing capacity. Um, There's a lot of women um, who tow um, like 3,500 pound trailers. And there is a, sometimes um, a dealer, an, um, an auto dealer may try to talk them into a SUV or something with a 5,000 pound towing capacity, and I personally don't think that's a big enough cushion. So when I saw this coming out, and that you could get that fuel economy, and not a huge truck. So when you're not towing, that truck is like a car. You're zipping in and out of, you know, your regular duties that you're doing at home and your errands, and it's not a monster truck. You could get that level of mileage out of it. I, I was very excited to hear about it
1: yeah you know i think we found a a really sweet spot in terms of you know what customers have been asking us for right they're they're looking for and by the way we have awesome full-size pickup trucks that deliver a a lot more towing than than this um but but what we've heard recently especially ranger fans is you know give me something a little bit more nimble give me something a little bit more smaller footprint Mm -hmm. um I want to be able to to use it as my my multi-purpose vehicle, right? I don't I don't just want it to go tow or just want it to go deliver huge payloads of of, of you know moving stuff in the bed. Um I want, to, I want it to be the vehicle I drive to work. I want it to be the vehicle I go shopping on the weekends. I want it yeah. to be the vehicle that I go hit the trails on and go have an adventure. I want it to be the vehicle that I can tow with. It, it's, a, it's a sort of a, a Swiss Army knife kind of <laughs> uh, requirements list, right? It's, it's give me all of this stuff. Um, make it fuel, uh, uh, you know, have strong fuel economy. Give me strong capability. And at the core of it, they're all saying give me truck functionality and truck capability uh but do it in a way that's comfortable that's easier to drive that's you know uh more fuel uh you know has better fuel economy and 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 I can I can park it yeah um in, in an easier way so that's kind of, that's basically what the the Ranger brings to the table right is it brings the the best of of, of all these things that people have asked for in terms of size and agility and and, and power and efficiency
0: Well, I I love that, and I want to talk about the models for a minute, because when, when I started researching this segment, I was super excited to find out you guys are making a Lariat version. Of the Ranger, so those of us who like to camp like a girl and like our leather seats and our cushy interiors get that option here.
1: <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. We actually we have we kind of the way we've structured is we have a, a Rangers for varying tastes of, of, of feature capabilities and appearances and what have you, but yet in a simple enough format that you can sort of just make two or three key choices and then you have your vehicle, right? So first and foremost. Um, it's offered in two cab and bed configurations. So you can either get a, a super crew, which is basically a full back seat and a pretty roomy one at that. It's best in class for what we call egress and ingress, which is getting in and out of the of the of the truck in mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, out of the back seat and front seat. so so to have um so it, this is a full um, four doors with with a full back seat that will come with a five foot bed. And then the second option on that space is a super cab, which is like a half a back seat okay. with a six foot bed. So you choose this so one what's important have the, to you? They're, exactly. They're the same size and you either pick more cab or more bed, depending on uh you know what what type of content or people you want to carry. Uh so that's choice one is, is is that. Then the second choice is really about do I want a four wheel drive vehicle or will a four by two be, be enough for my needs. Uh so you make that decision. Then you pick along. You had mentioned Lariat. You pick really a uh, we call them series. So we start with an XL truck, which is our base truck. Um, It does come, I will point out, it comes standard with automatic emergency braking, um, which is a really, really great feature that detects if there's a either pedestrian or a vehicle stopped in front of you, or it detects that you're not going to stop in time. It'll throw up a warning, it'll pre-charge your brakes so that it'll be more responsive to when you do apply them, and if you don't even apply them, it'll apply the brakes for you and attempt to either avoid or mitigate a collision. Oh, that's um, So that's standard on every Ranger, including the base XL truck. Um, another feature that's standard on XL is Wi-Fi. We have a 4G Wi-Fi modem built into every Ranger. So when oh you my are, gosh. <laughs> When you're on a camping that. adventure, yeah. you can get online. Uh, you can go find, you know, you can connect your devices and find out, hey, where's the next trail or where, where, where's the, where's the adventure near my campsite that I, that I would like to, to go on. Um, you know, where, you know, researching other things that you might be interested in on that trip. So, or, or sharing your adventures with your social network. So being connected in places where, you know, it's harder to be connected.
0: I love that. Um, so that's, stand-
1: yeah. Yep. And also, um, so then you then you jump up to what to the XLT, which is our mid-series. Our XLT is gonna involve uh, an upgraded interior in terms of the cloth and fabric. You're gonna get to an eight inch center screen for your infotainments. We we have a SYNC 3 as our system. Um, you're gonna see um a suite of driver assist capabilities, including that bliss with trailer tow that I mentioned. Um, we also have a lane keeping system, which basically, um, will monitor how, how you are in terms of staying in your lane. Um, and it'll even, if you're noticing that you're swaying or swerving out of your lane, it'll, it'll send a a signal to your steering wheel to, to basically nudge you back into your lane, um, which is a great safety feature. Um, it it also will have um as I mentioned uh you know, the rear cameras and all that other stuff. The 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 um, the backup uh, camera. The back camera all that stuff will be available in that. And then the, the 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 highest um which you had mentioned earlier, the highest series that we have is a Lariat. And the Lariat's gonna bring all the creature comforts home, right? It's gonna have leather seating, it's gonna have a bang and Olufsen premium audio system. Um, it's going to have LED headlamps on it Uh, it's going to even have things like rain something wipers uh, or if you're in a Particularly cold part of the country, like I am right now in Detroit, Michigan, uh, it's even got, uh, something we call, um, a window shield de-icer, which basically, uh, um, you know, when you start your truck up in the morning, uh, will heat up the tray where your, uh, window wipers sit, uh, so that, um, you know, you have a better, better chance of getting your, your windshield, uh, de-iced quickly, oh, uh, and boy, not just cool. ice across <laughs> it. Yeah, so stuff like that becomes a common, you know, be, becomes what what you see on the on the lariat. So those are kind of some of the key choices, you know, the size of it, the drive line, and then the, the configuration. And then we have a couple of different appearance packages, and these are sort of more visual, um, uh, but they're really they're important ways to personalize your Ranger for you. So we have a, a, a our base. Truck will have a lot of um, body color, um, like a lot of monotone across it, right? The the wheel lip moldings, the the rings around the where the tires are, will be the same color as the truck. Uh, the bumpers and things like that will be the same color as the truck. But if you get, let's say, a sport appearance package, okay, those items will all be in a dark accent, like a very sporty, cool. Like even the wheels and the the lips around the wheels and the and the grill and the bumper will all have an accenting dark color um which which gives it a really sporty athletic look uh and then we offer the same thing in the in a chrome now not all i mean it's like bumpers and mirrors and things like that door handles become chrome so depending on kind of what your interests are you can kind of get just the normal look or a sportier look or a chrome look um which which will allow you to sort of take it to the next level uh, in terms of the, how, do, how do you personalize your truck for yourself um, we do offer an off-road package, so if you've got uh, um, if you've got an interest in taking the vehicle, you know, on dirt roads or, mm-hmm. or even worse, <laughs> uh, we've got a really we've got a really adventure-oriented off-road package. It includes uh, lots of cool features. we have got an off-road tuned suspension. Uh, we use a specially, you know, calibrated to, to absorb off-road bumps and and what have you. Okay. Uh, we've got off-road tires. Uh, you can actually even opt into LT tires. We're the only truck in the segment that has LT light light, light truck tires. Um, we've got a, a whole suite of underbody protection, including what we call a bash plate, which is this uh, metal um, barrier guard that goes below the bumper to help if you. Uh, if you're off-roading, if you're hitting, if things are bouncing up and hitting the underbody of your of your vehicle, you don't want to damage vital engine components. We've run that all the way through underneath the truck and the other key things like the fuel tank and the electronic steering motor and radiator and things like that to protect it. Uh, so it's really kind of shielded from from some from things that could get damaged, which is really what you want if you're up road. unless thing you want do is, is, is damage the underbody of your truck if you hit a rock.
0: Right, you don't uh, want to be stuck, stuck out there somewhere, right. Yeah, I saw exactly. that online today, and I thought it was so neat because I watched a video in which the truck was up in the air, and he, he was showing all of the shields that go against the uh, the gas yeah. tank and, you know, things that you don't want to go wrong when you're out there having fun.
1: You got it. It's got the, that FX4 package is also loaded with a couple other cool technologies that are only available... In, in our truck lineup on our Raptor, F-150 Raptor today. So we're bringing them into Ranger on on, uh, on this off-road package. One's called Trail Control, which is kind of like an off-road cruise control. You set uh, a mile per hour and the, you just steer. You don't touch the brake or gas. And it manages uphill, downhill, cross ravines, a steady, steady um, pace, which I've taken the Ranger off-roading a few times and it it is an extremely helpful feature. Because the last thing you want to do when you're off-roading is either accelerate too rapidly or brake too suddenly. Because both of those scenarios can allow for slippage. Mm -hmm. Um, the, um, The other thing we have is a system called train management system. And what training management system is, is the uh, ability to adjust your vehicle's controls. Um, it's, it's different modules to allow for, um, you know, adaption to either the environment you're driving on or the weather. So for example, um, you have a snow mode. And if it starts snowing, you have the ability to press that mode and it'll adjust your throttle responsiveness, it'll adjust your stability control, Tuning, it'll adjust your uh, transmission shift points, things like that to help you avoid wheel spin. Okay. Uh, in icy or snowy or wet conditions, um, there's another mode that's a sand mode, and in that case, you want your wheels to spin a little. You want it to kind of kick through and rip through the sand, so it'll have sort of the opposite effect. So
0: if you're a beach uh, so
1: the, person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and so and it's really neat because you know we we enable these features, but we put them on the vehicle that are they're purely shift on the fly. So if you're driving down the road up to 60 miles an hour, you can just press one of these and it'll go into that mode. Um, we've seen other implementations uh, for 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 some other people who build build trucks, and they require you to be in four low. I mean in order to get into four low, you'd have to pull the truck over put it in, you know, come to a complete stop, throw it in the neutral, switch it to four low, and then have a max speed of maybe 15, 20 miles an hour. It just becomes a situation where we're thinking of this technology for all sorts of use cases, right? Whether it's camping or driving on a beach or driving in a snow storm or what have you.
0: And I think people who go camping, like once you get where you're going, you've towed your RV there and you've parked it there, now you're off on the adventures. You still need a high performance vehicle there. I, I want to ask you a question about the crew cab because one of the features I love about my F-150 is the re- I have the crew cab and the back seat flips up so easily and I've got all that floor storage there. Does the seat in that crew cab come up so you can put gear in there?
1: Yeah, so the the rear seat on the Ranger does lift up. Uh, On the F-150, we call that uh, uh, a flat floor, uh, which basically means below the seat is an entire flat. It's really good for carrying lots of load of, like, bigger items that you could store. Mm -hmm. On the Ranger, it's not quite the same design. We actually have underneath the seat uh, two compartments that are basically waterproof. Uh, that you can stick gear in. So if you had, you know, I don't know, wet stuff, you could put it in there. Um, or if you had uh, something you wanted to to keep protected, or uh, if you had rope or you know other materials yeah. that you mm-hmm. wanted to include there, you could you could lift up the back seat; it would stay up, and then you could use these storage bins underneath to to store things in.
0: Great. You know, Chad. One of the things I was thinking about uh, when I was prepping for this show is that in the RV world. Um, this is the time of year to buy an RV. I mean, the dealers are clearing off their inventory because all the new shipments are coming in. Is there a time of year in, in your industry in which it's the better time to buy a new or year-end model?
1: Yeah, well, so we just launched. We we literally um, hit OK to buy, which is our measure to you know go ahead and start shipping products out to our dealers. Uh, at the beginning of the year, so we are six weeks into shipping um you know still running the the you know getting the plants wrapped up to 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 send as much out to the dealers as possible to begin selling it um we actually just the demand has been very, very high for the ranger um oh I bet, got, yeah. You know, there's a lot of pent up demand. Um, I think we over delivered in, in a lot of people's, um, expectations, uh, you know, to their expectations. And we've seen unprecedented levels of demand on Ranger so much so that we're actually running the plant, uh, pretty much at, at, at max capacity full overtime. And, well, you know, we're, we're really, we're really pumping them out there. So, so right now, I think the, the, the question is, is, how do I get one? Um, <laughs> you know obviously, as the vehicle um, you know uh, you know accelerates or comes through its life cycle, um you know there'll be there'll be you know varying levels of of incentives or deals on them right. Uh, but right right now it's it's really just it's it's getting them out to the plant. yeah, uh, you're probably in a waiting
0: dealers. line right now. So let's talk about the price range on this. so sure. so what's the XL and all the way up to the lariat? What's the range?
1: Yeah, so so we basically start with uh with with an XL. Uh it's priced at uh twenty four thousand three hundred, uh plus another thousand ninety five in, in in delivery and destination. So basically about twenty five and a half thousand dollars um, get you, get you into an XL. Uh, and then as you roll up the gamut into the highly equipped area with the leather seating and the LEDs and all that, uh, you get into the, to the low 40s. So I think it starts at 38 and to get a four by four and super cab, you're into the low 40s.
0: Okay. So kind of what trucks go for. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're very much in line with where the segment's at, um, in terms of, 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 um, you know, pricing on Ranger. Uh, and and like I said, it's, it's, um, you know, what we're seeing early on is just, a, just a tremendous amount of interest. Um, we, but we were very care- cautious and careful that, you know, just because you have a hot product doesn't mean, you know, you can charge whatever you want. We wanted right. to be co- cognizant of the fact that, you know, it's a price sensitive, you know, everyone's got to be worried about how much they're spending on their vehicles. So sure. we created, uh, what we think to be some pretty attractive packages all the way up and down the lineup, depending on what you're interested in. Uh, well, and definitely wanted to make sure we were competitive yeah. um, in price, but, and, and keep in mind all of, all of those numbers I just talked about, that all includes that upgraded engine. Um, and, and, you know, our competitors, you, you got to go spend a couple thousand dollars to go upgrade their engine to even get on the same playing field. And, and they still don't have the capability numbers we do.
0: Well, I am going to the New York Auto Show, and I am really looking forward. I saw one at the uh, Outdoor Retailer Show in Denver about two weeks ago, and that was Yeah, what, yeah. yeah. They had it all tricked out with the... Um, the rack on the back and the taboo tent on top it, it just looked awesome and just really good looking. I, I'm glad
1: you I'm glad you mentioned that because I want I wanted to bring that up because I know uh, a lot of your you know your audience yeah. is very focused on camping the we just um, worked out uh, it, it, Yakima. I'm sure you've heard of Yakima. Yakima is the I, I'd say they're the preeminent um, rack and you know adventure um, equipper for vehicles, right? They care, they sell rack systems, they sell tents, they sell you know various material that you can that you can dash your truck. So we worked early on in our development cycle with Yakima. And We just that last October we announced an arrangement with them, a relationship with them, where basically their entire catalog is available uh, for, for uh, Ranger buyers and will fit on Ranger trucks. Um, and we, I mean, literally that's hundreds of items. And really what the thought was there is, it, what, what makes it interesting is if you're somebody who's looking to get like a rack system that has an over the truck tent, for example, um, and you don't have it today, you can actually buy a ranger a turnkey adventure ranger where you get a ranger and a rack system and a you know a tent and you roll it all in your financing it all it, it, it increases the residualization of your truck's lease if you have a lease you can include it as i mentioned the financing it's also included in the vehicle warranty coverage uh, so you can buy it basically through your dealer fully equipped and roll it into your overall uh, vehicle payment and and, and warranty.
0: I really love that because when you, yeah, because it it is a big purchase and you don't want to drive away with it and then figure, then try to figure out now, I've seen these truck tents and uh, truck uh, camps, so like you could get this all figured out before you drive away.
1: You got it. You got it, and and you know it's going to fit. And you know if you have an issue, you you know where to go to take it. Uh, you don't have to fork out several thousand dollars to go equip it somewhere else that's outside of a, a payment, perhaps. Right. It's just a really. I mean, and you can do all that if you wanted to, but it's it's just a it's a an, it's another option that we're giving people to be able to you know. Well, really I take think their, it's also. Their, their
0: I think it's also another option for girl campers. Like, there are times where I want to go someplace and I don't want to tow. Maybe I only have three days, and if I'm towing, it's going to take me nine hours to get there. But I could probably get there in seven hours if I wasn't towing. And to have that option of just being able to put the tent top on the back would be fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really cool. It, 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 it just, it, it enables and opens up a whole new area. In fact, that, that show you were at at Denver, uh, was, the, was really, I mean, we, we were the only automotive company there, right? And we were there for a purpose because we knew that what we had, we, we felt that there was a strong connection to the people that were at that event.
0: Well, um, I had to get in line think. to see it, so it worked. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, yes. Chad, sorry to hear that, but I'm also sort of excited. To oh yeah, that. we had
0: to wait. We had to wait in line because people were really just lining up to see that thing, and and it was kind of a burnt orange color, so it was really a pretty model too. It really stood out. But um, what yep. else is coming out at Ford that we can look forward to?
1: Well, we'll be uh, like I said, we're just kind of getting going here. Um, we we I anticipate that there's. Um, you know, this, uh, this truck will be, will do really well. Um, you know, we are in terms of other vehicles, some of that, uh, that stuff I mentioned with Yakima, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be rolling out across the lineup, um, with those accessory type options. We'll be putting things like that on our Explorers and Escapes and F-150s in, in the future. So, um, it's really, you know, it, cr- mm-hmm. we're doing some things here for Ranger that are sort of setting the, the, the table for some stuff we'll do with other vehicles down the road as well.
0: Well, Chad, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, I, I saw that thing in Denver and I'm like, I got to call up my friends at Ford because I want I want everybody to hear straight from the horse's mouth all about this. It was just really exciting to see the line and all the buzz going on around it. And I just love that tow capacity and that mileage. So I, I think this could be a real winner for the girl campers.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I certainly hope so, and I, uh, lo- I I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to talk with you today. Any any further questions, or anytime you want to chat some more, uh, I'd love to take you up on it.
0: Oh, you got it, Chad. Thanks so much for coming on today. Maybe I'll see you in New York.
1: Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, appreciate it, you take care. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Well, that's our show for today. I'd like to thank Chad Collender for coming on the show and filling us all in on that new Ford Ranger. I think it's going to create some serious competition in that mid-sized truck market. So thank you, Chad, for coming on the show. I'd also like to thank our other sponsors, Bankston Motorhomes with five locations, three in Alabama and two in Tennessee, Setzer's World of Camping in Huntington, West Virginia, General RV with 13 locations across the country, And as always, our friends at Campco, manufacturing, makers of all those fun things that make us camping, grilling, tailgating, so much more fun. And of course, all of our friends at Liberty Outdoors for creating that great Max trailer in the mini and for making girl campers so important. So thank you, Liberty Outdoors. That's our show for this week, everybody. It's a wrap. Have a great week. Happy trails.